<laughs> All right. Put these bad boys down. Welcome back, brother. Glad to be here in the uh, doctor's office. Yeah, glad to have you. Um, but not, you know, hate to see it, love to be it, love to hate something like that. Um, How was your freedom weekend? It was great. So, did you see any of the stories or anything about it? Oh, I barely checked my phone all weekend. Yeah, good for you. Um, so, Betsy's parents were in town? Yeah. And um, so, basically, it just turned into, like, a massive shit show in the, in the best way possible. Um, <laughs> so, we, we didn't. Honestly, we, we, we prepped for the rain. But we weren't sure if, like, the forecast called for rain. As in, I bought, like, $100 in hamburger meat and, you know, all the good stuff just to see, like, if people were going to come or not. And so we were kind of unsure. But um, so anyway, the, the best part of any, anybody coming over was, like, when the fireworks started going off. So we didn't really have any fireworks. But I'll tell you what, man. The best part about living in this neighborhood was July 4th. <laughs> Were they just launching them off everywhere? Not even launching them. Just lighting them. <laughs> oh, no. Dude. So you, were they just explode? No tubes. They're just lobbing them. Oh, my God. Remember that night that we were going to go down and check out the corner, and Wayne was like, nah, probably not. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll so, tell you already what's going on, so you don't have to. Betsy asked me to go get ice, and so I went down to the ghetto grocery right there. Yeah. And I was like, because mm, normally it's like <laughs> a, a little bit of gang activity, right? <laughs> Dude, that day, there was every color of the rainbow representing at that grocery store. <laughs> there was like 50 gangsters oh, just no. everywhere. I was like... Went out of my way just to go completely across town to another <laughs> gas station. I'm, just, I'm good. So, were you like, I see every color there except mine. I probably shouldn't be walking. <laughs> no, there. I'm talking about bandanas, son. I'm talking about like they had like red, blues. I mean, handicap, anything, right? So, uh, <laughs> so it was like every gang of people. You know, it, it didn't matter. Um, so we like had jello shots or something like that. And, you know, we're hanging out, having a good time. And then right around like eight thirty nine o'clock, you start to hear fireworks go off. Cause by the way, like all those shows got around here, got canceled. So I guess a bunch of people that were going to go to parks and stuff just like had leftover or whatever. Yeah. So on a normal night, it it's normal here, dirt bikes and ATVs going down the road for, cause that's what you do yeah. around here. Now <laughs> I see them wheelies <laughs> yeah. sixty miles an hour down these like Dude, neighborhoods. Now streets. they're lighting mortars and throwing them off the back of the dirt bikes. I wish I would have saw that. Dude, it was the craziest thing. Wow. <laughs> so Betsy's mom <laughs> is in the street, like jaw to the floor, like can't believe what she's seeing. It's something straight out of a music video. Like there are mortars going <laughs> up. There's like the Dude, the next day, I had, we didn't light off any fireworks in the backyard. We lit off some in the house and then some in the front yard. 
it looked like I put on a fireworks show in my backyard. Wow. We didn't do anything back there. Just because of all the Just all the debris. Oh, man. It was nuts. That's how crazy that was. They yeah. were probably the street right next door, too. They were probably going no, that, no, it was right next door. Yeah. I mean, we saw mortars come right over our neighbor's house and land in the street and blow up, like, right by wow. us. So, the, uh, for for what we did, it was about, I don't know, six, six seven of us. We rented a uh, Airbnb over kind of near, like, Celebration. It was, like, one of those Orlando, Disney right? vacation areas. Yeah, and it was, like, um, six-bedroom, five-bath house. And we just had that for the entire weekend and had a pool and we just bought tons of beer, barbecue, food, everything. And we just, that was our, so we didn't have to go anywhere. We hunkered down. Right. right. Well, we also bought a crap load of fireworks. As you did. And so, you know, 4th of July, we start set them off. But what was interesting was there was fireworks going off everywhere. Just huge fireworks. Boom, boom. And it. I don't know why. Like, it was more than what I would normally see in a neighborhood. I think it was just because it was the rich Disney neighborhoods. Yeah. And people were like, screw it. Like, we can't watch our Disney fireworks. We're going to make our own. Yeah. Just everywhere. Boom, boom. Right? So, we set off our fireworks. We have our little fireworks show. And then we take the boxes and we set them inside. And uh, we go back inside and just go to the pool and start drinking and have a good time. And all of a sudden, I hear... I don't know who it was, but someone just starts yelling. I think it was Christy. Dylan, Dylan, there's a fire outside. It's like, what? I go out there. The neighbors are spraying down the fireworks because I saw it. They were on fire, like next to a car and the house. <laughs> just like all the sparks just must have settled down into the boxes and just. Oh, no. Never oh, thought. wait. So like they'd already used the fireworks. They had already used the fireworks. Yeah. Gotcha. And then we just moved them to the side out of the street. And then they were next to the, the house. And then all of a sudden there's a fire. <laughs> the neighbors are coming over, spraying it down. We were like, oh, my God. The thank you, guys. Did they freak out or they were just like, they, they got it. You know, they they like, were a lot more in control than any of us were. You know, right. we're a yeah. day into Fourth of July drinking right. like all day. Yeah. So. We're just like, thank you, neighbors. And then went back inside. Right. <laughs> Give a good old salute. <laughs> Y'all did a great job. <laughs> Your house appreciates you. So then when we set off more later, I just came out with a bucket of water, dumping it on everything. Well, that's crazy that like, so fire, fire, I wonder if just everyone being cooped up had anything to do with like, or maybe it's just middle class neighborhoods don't know how to do it. You know what I mean? Because every middle class neighborhood I grew up in, it was like some fireworks, but it was usually like, oh, it was okay. Well, you just got to know where to get them, like especially good ones. You got to go to like Georgia. No, they sell all the mortars here now. What? I thought you had to go like. That's what I thought too. No, we went to a Phantom Fireworks. They have the regular stuff. I don't think they have barely legals. Oh, no. Barely legals <laughs> is what I'm looking for. <laughs> I don't think they have them cannon shells, but. Um, yeah, no, you can buy like uh, Roman candles and stuff, and yeah, I lit Luke's up ass. Luke's up ass. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Luke. <laughs> so we did um, a Harry Potter duel with uh, with Roman candles. That we oh, that'd be fun. Bought from the store. Boom. boom. I, uh, yeah, we were, went to like a tunnel in, in Temple Terrace, and we're riding skateboards, like jousting at each other. <laughs> and he just dropped his immediately. But yeah, you can buy them. You can buy them here. So, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's the ghetto and the high-class neighborhoods are in the only places, like, 
they just didn't have tubes or they just don't give a shit. They just throwing them off shit, the back. Dude. Yeah. I've never seen anything. Wow. I mean, it was in the air, on the street, throwing them at cars. Wayne said he saw a car one time come by his house and they were going to throw it at him or like the yard or try and throw it out the window. It's like a ha-ha. Yeah. And didn't get it out of the window and the mortar exploded inside <laughs> the car. Oh my God. Old boy broke out the moonshine and shit got wild. I mean, was not that, really that wild. Was but, Wayne the one that was helping us uh, shovel the dirt? Yeah. Off the uh, road? No, 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 no. It, it, they're all the same, right? Neighbors. Um, yeah, no, he started telling me about like years past stories. And, you know, I'm sitting there, I'm standing there, I'm just like kind of basking in all of them, like first gathering at the house. You know, I'm and like, this, this is what it is. This is nice. First time Betsy's parents get to see the house. And I'm also like kind of freaking out on the inside. Come like, <laughs> great. This is where your daughter this lives. This is the first experience. <laughs> you know? Awesome. And then Wayne starts telling stories about people blowing their hands off in the ghetto. I'm like, Wayne. <laughs> I straight grabbed him by the shoulder. I'm like, hey, uh, next time. Well, you said, <laughs> well, you said you did fireworks inside the house. Are you just talking about like sparklers or the no, no, pops? No, 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 yeah, yeah. So I because knowing you, chaos that could mean anything. No, it was. Yeah, uh, we. I mean, just the um, the one, the rattlers, right? The the sixty pack of black cats. Yeah. yeah so <laughs> I asked, I asked Luke. I was like, if I set this off in a trash can, will will blow blow up the trash can or it'd be fine? He's like, oh, it'd be fine. I was like, all right. Like, you want to do it? And he's like, oh, I'd be honored. <laughs> I'd be honored. <laughs> like, let's do it. Everyone was giving me shit. I wanted to take a group picture just to, you know, memorialize the moment. Yeah. So I was like, all right, you know what? Everybody's attention up here. And then Luke set it off. I don't think one person was pleased with it, but Luke and I. <laughs> That's all that matters. No you know? one thought it was funny. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. All of a sudden, it's about the cats. Oh, you really freaked out the cats. I'm like... Like, that's the first time, you know? <laughs> I screamed for recreation. Why are we not worried about the cats now with the loud noises? None of Chilling the... Chilling didn't give a shit. He was like, good job, Dad. The memes that came out the next day of, like, the dogs coming out of, like, they were in, like, Vietnam. I feel bad it for cha- dogs, though. Dogs really don't... Because dogs are much more sensitive to storms, too. It changes you, man. <laughs> some dogs don't give a shit. I just, I don't know, like, some, yeah. of them, some of them get really freaked out by the storms, but Triton, he doesn't give two fucks about the fireworks. Triton? Really? Doesn't give a shit. He just, would be the one I would think would be most worried about don't it. don't walk towards him really quick. He's fine. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, hey, man, you, you, you kick it over there, I'm going to kick it over here. Keep our distance. Yeah, yeah, but we were throwing down some alcohol at some point i just took all the alcohol we had put it in a cooler and brought it to the porch that way the trip <laughs> was shorter from the porch to the fridge it just get us where we're going we bought like 500 dollars worth of alcohol and that stuff was they had to make another run <laughs> sounds like you had a blowout weekend it was a great time and this is like college buddies or something yeah fraternity buddies joe had to drop me off the next day i came home like a Cheap hooker, no shoes. <laughs> Didn't know where my car keys are at. I don't know, my about, shirt was barely on me. So you ended up at Joe's place at the end of the night. Yeah, 
Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, however that happened, right? So, oh yeah, and then we did Fruit Ninja. So all those swords I have over there. Have you been here for Fruit Ninja night? No. So Gracie brought it up. <laughs> um, Luke started wearing the the matador horn. We got a big old Viking horn, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I started to make people do shots out of the horn. <laughs> and then, and then Gracie suggested us doing Fruit Ninja. I was like, yeah, because why not? And then uh, Betsy's dad got a hold of the watermelon <laughs> and cut it with the big sword. And then wore it as a helmet. No, I don't remember. Something like that. We got some good videos out of it for sure, though. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> throwing fruit at each other. And it's either like cut the fruit or get hit by the fruit. I mean, it was. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was a good time, though. We had a hot tub, but it was cold. It couldn't heat up. So we just set it for the bubbles. <laughs> it was the only this Airbnb part. janky shit ever. Yeah, it was. Oh, sorry. You could tell. Pushing the whole desk here. You could tell they like rent out the place too. Like you could, the, they had three feet, six feet telling you that had like pool rules. And you're like, oh, yeah. they rent this place every weekend for parties, probably. Yeah, I like those places though, man. Because when you're there, it's like you know you're there and to I, party. By the end, too, I walked into the garage. By the end of the weekend, didn't even know there's a pool table and a no kidding and a foosball table. <laughs> I just walk in like, how did none of us know this was here <laughs> the entire fucking weekend? They sh- they give you pictures and shit, you know. Dylan, maybe you shouldn't focus on drinking alcohol so much. And... Yeah. <laughs> you know, what? you know, I woke up this morning, did a little bit of meditation. That mediation. Some stretching. And it felt so good. Why is it that I don't want to do that every day? It does feel amazing to it do that. So, I was so relaxed. I went out there and did yard work for like five hours. I, I try to think about that, right? Like, why don't I do this every day when I feel so amazing afterwards? And it just, sometimes I think it's just because you think time, like it's going to take time to do that. Like, what else could you do? to knock out and then you rot your brain out with facebook and reddit or god knows what other distractions what other for bullshit yeah you're like that time i could have spent on that why not just stretch that's a good you maybe maybe that's a good challenge like anytime you want to get on social media stretch like what if that's like a a way you start tricking your mind right so you find yourself on social media and then you go you know whatever trigger whatever to then go you know what pull out a stretch do something I am much more of a run from the stick than towards the carrot kind of guy, though. I need, like, yeah, that feels good. But is there an app that I can hook that up to a shock watch or collar, open to both? So when I go to open Facebook, <laughs> then I'm like, oh, okay, I got you. I'll stretch. I am now going to Google shot callers. <laughs> <laughs> I want the one that what if like, we have, what kind if... of spiked and does like a Tesla arc. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we should have those on our Tennessee trip. <laughs> and we do something we can't do. Easy. I mean, there's some people in Tennessee that might be pretty excited about that <laughs> idea. <laughs> I 
I'm not your cousin, but I'd like to oblige. You mean everything shocks me? <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> Which one's the live one? <laughs> oh, funny you mention, I got a whole stack of them over here. <laughs> we got shock collar night every Wednesday. Oh man, I just I just picture myself as like that. Poor dolphin that figured out that, you know, the first dolphin that figured out that fucking with that sea urchin oh, yeah. <laughs> released some kind of funky chemical. He's like, oh, hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> like, I found some today. Hear me out. <laughs> Hear me out. Hear me out. Know that thing that's usually like pokey and stay away from it. <laughs> if you flip it, <laughs> there's some crazy shit already there. <laughs> you, you know they're they're boinking their nose up doing that shit, man. Yeah, <laughs> it's not like they're flipping them over with a the stick. They're getting in there. They're getting they're getting in there heavy and hot with the sea urchins yeah. to get them pissed off. That's how I feel with alcohol. I'm like. I know there's going to be some damage done on the way in. It's going to be a great time, though. <laughs> it's going to be a great time. <laughs> so oh. I, I kid you not, that's what went through my brain this morning, stretching. I was like, oh, this is so nice. And immediately I was reminded of like all the damage that I've done to my body, specifically being at some of the festivals or whatever and being like, no, no, yeah, it's a good idea to redline it now because I won't be able to do it later. Yeah, this is the perfect time to redline it. <laughs> now, now I'm at the later point, and I'm like seeing what cards I can fumble together to buy more time for more later. What can I do to make sure I can redline it more? <laughs> right later down the road in comfort and style. I'm like, you know, it almost be nice if we could just see see the timeline. Go, okay, hey, right now, you're slated slated for ninety two. And live a nice, long, just tone it a little down. Nothing crazy. Not asking you giving up anything. Or if you're saying you could see when it, right? when you go on to the great beyond. We're like, hey, I'll trade in five years for this moment. <laughs> you know, just. Oh, it's like that movie. Uh, crap, I forgot. It had, you You have like time. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And you trade in a Snickers bar for 30 seconds. I didn't watch it. I saw the trailer, though. That was a good movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I guess just like that, right? But then, the, you know, it, based on the premise that we're all going to live a nice, long, happy life, you know, it's not, uh, I don't want all these people that are trying to die coming after me for my time or anything. Just I catered myself to about 75. I think 75. I think at 75, I'm a happy man. That's what I'm saying. But in my own head, in that same scenario, like giving yourself a time, I say 75, right? Yeah. So I feel like between now and 75 – that's my timeline to do whatever I need to do. That's about mm -hmm. where I see family kind of keel out. You know, if, if they w were very unhealthy, it's a little bit sooner. If they're pretty healthy, it's a little bit later. So I, I figured that 75 range. Yeah. So then after 75, if I'm still alive, that's when the hard drugs come in and I go, <laughs> yeah. okay, yeah, well, that's, that's typically <laughs> what will kill you. then, won't it? Uh, that's, that's weird too, because now everyone looks at 75 is so young. Yeah. Right. I'm like, you're definitely on your way out at 75. I mean, you can be a very vibrant and healthy 75, but it it's like the same idea behind retirement, like waiting to your golden ages to your golden years to travel and all that. I'm like, I don't want to wait till that. No, I way. want retirement to look like I'm 
shitting myself and I can't take care of myself anymore. That's what that money is meant for. Like, I don't ever want to retire. Yeah, I don't want... I want money at that point to go... I don't want my kids having to take care of me, right? I want mm-hmm. to them to visit yeah, and be like, oh, cool, you're doing great, good to see you, and then leave, yeah. and then I can t- continue to shit myself. Well, the idea, I think that like most people are sold on with retirement is that then you'll be able to do what you want to do. Yeah. You'll be able to like work on whatever you want to work on. But that's never going to happen, right? When you get to that age, you're going to be old. You're not going to be able to just do, do it now. Do it now while you can. And then do more when you retire. Yeah. Right. Like, it, well, it's just that whole safety net of like, I, I don't know that very many people, very few people are truly aligned. I think that's like the, the Persian purpose, passion, chasing thing, like going for enjoying every second of your day. Mm-hmm. Right. Like not getting sucked into other people's motives, other people's thoughts and dreams. Like if you're living a, a life of purpose, then you're able to kind of retire because you're doing what you want to do all the time. But there's a caveat to that, I think though, too. Right. And you've talked about this where you don't need a lot children. of children. You don't, well, children, yes. <laughs> but money, right. You don't yeah. need a lot of money to do things you want, but if you are, you do need money to do things you want to do while you're young. Yeah. Right? And you still got to pay for bills while also 100%. going out and having a good time, right? So you do, I think, if you want to do those things, types of things, and experience those things, not at retirement and now, you have to work a little bit harder now. 100%. And sometimes I think people don't realize that when they're younger. They're like, oh, I'm working enough to pay my bills. And then they go out to have fun and party and stuff like that. They have enough money to do that. But they don't realize either you got to give that up or you got to work even harder to afford to do that partying, pay your bills, and do the traveling stuff. Well, I think people get it twisted with like working harder. Something that I've run into in my life right now is that like I've worked myself to the point where I don't know how much harder I could work to get more result. Yeah. Like I just, I've now I have become my own bottleneck, but I think very few people in their early twenties get the chance to experience that because they think that like, Oh, I don't want to work harder because it's like, what comes up for me is thinking about planning. Most people think if they, if I plan my day, then it feels like I'm restricted mm-hmm. that I have to have discipline when in reality, like it actually creates more freedom because you can do more things that you want to do. You just have to schedule them. So it's the same idea with like follow the calendar, bringing the future forward, retiring earlier, mm-hmm. quote unquote, by being able to do what you want to do now. Like working harder doesn't necessarily mean like, literally working yourself to death it's the same idea as like hey uh maybe not brain rotting on facebook for three hours a day do it for two or maybe one and spend the other one doing literally anything fucking else literally anything else that's gonna move you a little bit closer to being less of a piece (laughs) of shit (laughs) it's not that hard one of them speaking of that like i'm so i did not really I taught myself how to type right mm-hmm. not very good I do the whole like find the button press the button but yeah. I could learn how to do it very quickly mm-hmm. right so I know how to do that quickly but it's definitely not the best way to do it right and I've learned that too because my knuckles started to hurt a little mm-hmm. bit from doing that so in between when I find myself on Facebook or something like that now I go to like my typing lessons I'm like all right are you in the games I think we talked about yeah, that. I'm yeah I'm doing like this game it's called typesy yeah but like 
that's the same thing, right? What could anything else that I could do to better myself? Typing. Definitely need to learn how to type in the 21st century here. So that's what I started doing. I'm getting better and better at it and spending less and less time on that. But now that I started doing that, that's just another skill I'm picking up. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's just little things like that, you know? Yeah. And I I think it's like, I don't know why there seems to be so many facets of like self-improvement that don't resonate with people. And there's like, everybody has their own thing that, that resonates with them that they get drawn to for like self-improvement. And it's so funny to me that like being a better person is considered hokey that like listening to motivational people or like, yeah, there's a lot of self-help gurus quote unquote that is just like totally hokey. But at the same time, like if how many people are just freaking miserable mm-hmm. and they're like, Oh, that's stupid. And they're doing things that they think is making them happy. Mm-hmm. And it's really not. Yeah. Like think about, I don't know, just people going out to, I, I know people that go out drinking every night downtown. They might, they might be out there by themselves drinking mm-hmm. and then they go and meet up with other people and they think that's what's making them happy and it's going yeah. and doing that. But then you also hear it come out every now and then, right? Like, oh, I wish I could do this. I wish I could do this. I yeah. wish. I could. Well, then, I mean, you could do that. Right. You got to give up these other things you think are making you happy. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's just the pursuit of it's like happiness is fleeting, but joy is everlasting. Right. And so like once you get rid of the whole victory mindset, like I'll be happy when and yeah. you fall in love with the process of doing something that like just the, not the day in day out grind, but the day in day out activity of, mm-hmm. right. Just focusing on dialing in a little bit more. And I lulled myself to sleep for the past couple of years. Like that's one of the reasons I was excited about doing the podcast. One of the reasons I was excited about Same. buying yeah. this house, doing just doing things. I was like, you know, what kind of scares me? Um, I'm getting braces. You're getting braces? I'm getting, well, Invisalign, but yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Um, it's not shout bad, out man. to the government. Um, <laughs> my PPP came back, so. <laughs> oh, you got one of those with your company? Yeah. That's awesome. Well, I'm not using those funds, but it makes me feel better about. Um, yeah, anyway, so it's just like. <laughs> You know, when you're when you're chasing like fleeting things, like uh, alcohol is just such a, a beautiful example of like. But I still, I still don't buy the whole like you don't you know that I don't need to drink or or drugs to be happy. <laughs> no, you don't. I get that. But it's fun. Oh yeah, it's fun. <laughs> you know, like it's it's everything like, in moderation. <sighs> Well, everything in moderation and just makes things funner. Like I can ride a bike. It's fun to do. Is it funner? Is it more fun? Uh, whatever you're feeling. <laughs> like I could ride a bike. Back to the turbocharged bike. Yeah. And it's great. And it's great. But if I go and smoke some weed and then go ride a bike, mm. man, that makes it a little bit even more enjoyable. Yeah, or, I don't know. I like riding a bike sober. Or if I like going to water parks. Drink a little bit, some shots, and go to the water park. Now we're Going cooking. down a slide is way better for whatever <laughs> reason, cooking. right? You know? Yeah. So, and then it kind of, and then you start going down the path of, okay, what type of alcohol am I putting in my body? What can, what can I afford? I'd rather buy higher content, better alcohol. I don't, you know, besides a Michelob Ultra, maybe yeah. buy, you know, 
a nice tequila shot or a, a nice IPA or a craft beer, mm-hmm. you don't have to drink as much in order to get the same results, right? Yeah, but that's all a fact. I mean, you're still you're still wrecking your body the same. You know that, right? For sure. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. I'm just saying, like, instead of taking five Michelob Ultras or Bud Lights to get to the same point that maybe two really good craft high alcohol contacts alcohol can get to, yeah. I kind of would rather do that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I mean, that's kind of, that was my draw towards, like, edibles. Um, you know, it's just better for your body in general. Yeah, the edibles are awesome. When I smoke weed, though, I just I feel so dumb. That's that's kind of you know, depending on what kind of high you want to go after, right? Like smoking weed and just lollering around playing video games is the best. Yeah, yeah. I like uh, to smoke weed sometimes and just start cleaning up stuff, too. Yeah, I typically that's usually when I forget where I put things. If I'm gonna have any of that there cannabis. I'm just gonna go to sleep. That's my whole goal at this point. Any of that there cannabis. Yeah. Marijuana. Um, so, a couple things coming up for me. The laser. Mm-hmm. Looked at a couple lasers. think the budgets are... Uh, I made a, a deal with Betsy. Totally didn't have to, but feels good to, you know, incentivize the process. If I can sell junk... I'm gonna fun, I'm gonna fundraise the laser with junk sales. What what's your laser budget here? That you're four hundred. If you put in another hundred, does it get you better lasers? I don't think so. I think the difference is like two hundred, two fifty to four hundred. Got it. And it's like four hundred to like a thousand. Okay. So you gotta kind of stay in that four four fifty range. Yeah. 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 That that's where you're gonna get like a programmable laser. You may have to buy like an actual like software program to run it. I'm open to that. Don't yeah. care. Yeah. Totally down. But I want to mount it right there on the outside of this wall. Yeah. That way I can be in my backyard. I can sit in that chair and I can do a laser show on the fence. On the fence. On I the like fence. that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. On the grass, on the fence. Don't care. I just want I just want one. If I've wanted it for two years, there's something that my gut has always told me. When I want something for that long. So you can just turn it on anytime you want to. Or even not even that, right? You could open up your window right here and look directly at. Now you're in air conditioned, getting there to laser show. Boom. Solid purchase. So now I just got to figure out what junk I'm gonna sell that I don't need to get that four hundred dollars. Hmm. Um. What could you sell? What kind of junk? I got plenty of junk. You know, just crap, just crap around here, dude. Um. So my panels came in. The nano leaf panels. You like them? I can't put them up yet though, because I don't want to put them up and then take them right back down to move into the house. So how many you close? The fifteenth, you said. Yeah. What's today? Like the eleventh. Yeah. So it's this week. I'm supposed to get the keys, and then I'll have till the end of July to move in there, right? So I've mm-hmm. got like two weeks to move everything over. So that's why I just don't want to set it up and then have to take it right because it it does look a little tedious trying to get that those things up and yeah. connected. Yeah. But I am stoked about them. How much money did you have to put down for the house? For the house? Yeah. I think 3600 Oh, that's crazy. And then, um, yeah, and then the, the loan I'll just pay back pretty quickly. Where did you get approved at? Uh, to, what, the whole, th- wait, what do you mean? The, What's the, your interest rate? Oh, 3.5. That's awesome, man. Awesome. Yeah. I was super stoked about that. 
It's like, yes. And yeah. I asked him too. I was like, how are people getting these like 2% ones? He was like, you have to have like near perfect credit score and you're putting down like $30,000. Right. And he goes, that's how they get you in. Yeah. They want you to come in and, and do it and see if you can get it done. Right. But I was happy with that. And I asked around too and they were like, oh yeah, everyone said that was a good one. And got the house appraised. Came and the appraisal came in at 233 and I got it at 219 Boom. Nice. A little instant equity. Solid. Solid. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just lucky they were just wanting to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. Two old ladies that just want to, they have two houses that they're selling and they're wanting to buy a bigger house. Mm-hmm. Right. So they're just like, we want to get rid of these to get into a bigger one. Mm-hmm. Perfect. And the yard's already done. <sighs> Is that the house that the bathroom has to be redone? It's a, it's still got the original fifties deco tile in it, which I am hesitant to get rid of it now. I kind of like would, it. I would I would uh, keep it. I'm gonna keep it. Yeah. But I'm gonna put in. It's got a modern toilet in it. It's got modern it? sink. Yeah. It's got the plumbing underneath. It's kind of janky, but I'm gonna yeah. just redo that. But the problem is, is where the uh, the shower is. It's got the old three knobber. Mm. You know. Mm-hmm. You know. I don't. I always confuse me. Yeah. Let's try to use that. So I'm going to get that replaced somehow. But what I'm also going to do is turn one of the bedrooms into a master bedroom with a bath in it. So I'm going to add that onto the house. Is the, You're going to add it onto the house? Yeah, I'm going to add onto the house. Mm. So it turns into a two-bedroom, two-bath. And it's got a third How much are you planning to put room. into the house? I'll probably put like 40, 50 grand into the yeah. house over time. Because I'm, I'm it's the original hardwood floor. It's going to keep that. Um, got to tear out some trees out of the backyard, uh, going to redo the whole kitchen, modern that up. And then, uh, I don't know, some other things here and there, but some barn, the bonus room that I have, it's open. You can walk right into it. I'm going to put barnyard doors on that so you can open and close it. And I'm going to turn that into my podcast slash rave room. So it's a three? Two with a bonus room is what they call it. Gotcha. It's like a sun. It's like a, it, they added on to the house. You can yeah. tell where uh, one room is a bonus room. The other one is the laundry room. Uh-huh. And they just added that on both of those together. Gotcha. So like it, it you have is to it step down into cool? it. Yeah. It's part of the house. No, well, the laundry room isn't. Okay. So what I'm going to do, cause I have to vent that. There's what I'm saying is, like, did they count that in the square footage? Yes. believe okay. so. I believe so. I'm not 100% sure. What it has, I think it has to have a door, and it has to be heated or cooled to count as square footage. Well, it's the, the bonus room is heated and cooled. Okay. Because it's just part of the house. There's no yeah. door on it. It just walks right in from the living room. Okay. Then, yeah, then they probably counted that. The laundry room does not. Mm-hmm. The, that I actually had to fix it because the ceiling was kind of warping and the person that was fixing it said like, well, yeah, cause the dryer runs, there's no heat, there's no ventilation in here. So it just warps the board a little bit. So replace that. So I'm going to take out the door going into there. I'm going to put hippie beads there. Yeah. E- easy fix. Yeah. I was looking at doing that too, but I'm just going to do curtains. The beads are kind of expensive. Beads. Yep. I don't know. I bet Thancha could probably find some good affordable beads somewhere. Maybe. I'm just telling you, I looked pretty hard. Really? Oh, man. I just, wanted them, too. I'll just make my own. That's what you want to do? Michaels. 
Go for it, big dog. You ride heavy. <laughs> but I mean, so are there any like projects that you feel like need to be addressed? Um, I need to go underneath the house and kind of do some stuff underneath there with the wood. I mean, it's all fine, but mm-hmm. I was talking to my dad who's a contractor. You can just tell where there's some old termite damage from way back in the day. Mm-hmm. Just repair that a little bit. And then uh, the, the really and the really the projects are nothing like the house needs to be completely redone or right. anything. It's just improvement because that's how well the house has already been taken care of. Mm-hmm. At some point, I'm going to put all new windows in to this thing because the double panel windows are already starting to fade out. So I'm going to replace all those and then got to get a big old pine tree taken out of the yard. That's mm-hmm. too close to the house. So I'm going to get that taken out too. But it's just all these things that I'm looking at, you know, mm-hmm. but at some point I'm going to be like 10,000, 5,000, a couple hundred, hundred. It's all going to start adding up after a while. I do. As soon as I move in though, buying two new, buying a new dryer and my first time buying a dryer and a washing machine. <laughs> Get them used. Get them used? Mm-hmm. Well, the best part is Chrissy's dad works at a place that sells them, and he's a delivery driver for them. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to get the salesperson's price. Yeah. Was that like 30% off? It, whatever it is. I know it's super. It's whatever they buy it for, yeah. basically. That's the price I'm going to get it for. Yeah, don't get one with an electronic screen. Don't get one with electronic. Do not get a really cool looking one push buttons i wasn't expecting because i'm going to start renting this out in a year or two yeah right so i'm going to just get one that's pretty standard i would say any purchase that you do over like 200 dollars, text me or call me before you do it <laughs> there's been an extensive amount like almost everything about this house dude i've researched or people have given me like i mean dude i can't imagine how much money i would have spent if i did things the traditional way on this house like mm-hmm. the, the five six grand if you count the fence, right, the twelve grand that I put into this house easily would have cost me thirty-five. I think the shed and the fence are the only thing that you really didn't touch on doing on your own, right? Yeah. That's like the only two things out of all the re- upgrades or maintenance I've seen you do yeah. that you really haven't done on your own. Everything else, you've done your research and been like. How can I just do this on my own? Yeah. Which is pretty awesome. After watching them, by the way, deliver the shed and build the fence, the AC too. I had a guy do that, right? Because it's still messing up. I'm going to need your AC guy when I get over there. Yeah. Check over well, that for me. We'll see. It depends how well they keep fixing. They're just frustrating, man. And um, and I qualify for free insulation from Tico. So that's going to save me another five grand. There's some grant program they have going on for the ghetto where it's like, you have a hundred year old home. We're trying to bring it up to code for you. Once this COVID stuff settles down, they'll bring a guy out. I'm like the top of the list. They sent me a free $140 uh, weather sealant kit. Hmm. Sent me a whole bunch of light bulbs for the fans. Sent me a bunch of weather stripping caulk. And I wonder if that's because they're seeing that because of the old wiring, it's just burning electricity over here. I don't know what the incentive is for them for people to save electricity, but I'm totally down for it. There must be some kind of grants or something, some kind of incentive, right? There's some kind of market driver for them to want to make people more efficient. Maybe it's they wanted, that's their way of trying to improve the area. Like how, if they see it's going to start getting gentrified, they're like, what can we do as our part? I don't think it's a gentrification factor. I think it's, 
more more gentrification means more appliances, more electronics, more everything. No, it's literally from an efficiency standpoint. So, for instance, they sent me things to put on my shower heads so they use less water. That has nothing to do with Tico. But Tico sent you that? Yeah. Oh. So, Tico doesn't make any money off of that. What if Tico's in, like, a utilities war with the water people? And they're just like, how they're can we fuck with... They're definitely in a utility war of getting a fucking contractor out here, though. I'll tell you that. <laughs> they're worth. They're just like, fuck the water people. The fire <laughs> nation. <laughs> the fire nation <laughs> over <Yeah>. here <laughs> wants yeah. to take over. Yeah, once I found out I could get free insulation, man... I did the most like salesy, try and figure out a way around the system. And this lady, man, I've kudos to whoever at Tico customer service, man. I was trying to break this lady down. She would not budge. So here's my logic. If a Tico dude comes out with his little clipboard and goes, yeah, you're right. You have no insulation in your attic. That's probably why you're burning alive inside your home. Let's get you out. We have a program. We're going to send, we're going to contract another company third party nothing to do with tico outside of the affiliation that tico is going to pay them to come out and install it so i call the lady and i go i understand COVID's happening you don't want your tico guys going out because of some company policy now we've got that cleared we're understood there <laughs> surely there is someone that both you and the contractor feel good about that is not affiliated with either of you going out as a third party assessing the property and saying yeah he's right there's no insulation in the home <laughs> go install insulation yeah and she goes no sir not how it works we have to do a top to bottom assessment of the house that's for insurance i think for if they're gonna send somebody out fuck. i'm like dude what, you guys can't keep records? Did this grant just come out recently? I don't know. Probably. If it is, this is just well, it's been a program for a little bit. This just popped in my head. Like, I'm wondering if the company can't, they can only make so much money as a utility company, like so much of a profit, right? Like cap it out. So that way they're not overcharging people. It's because of the area that I live in is what is yeah. why I qualify for that. So okay. something to do with this area that either uh, the local mun municipalities or Tico themselves. I mean, whatever. I don't know. Um, so same thing with apparently the ducking. I could have got my ducking docked as well. Um, but hmm. I'll pay that $1,200 to be comfortable during summer and, you know, the next coming months. God knows how long COVID's going to go. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, between the shed and the fence, when they brought the shed out, it cleared under the power lines by two inches. Oh, the guy was like, Woo. I don't think we're going to be able to do this, man. I was like, yeah, just give it a shot. You know, see what happens. He's like, all right. Just see what happens, man. Dude, their trailer will detach from the tongue of the truck and spin to a complete jackknife 90 degrees and then Whoa. come out another couple of feet. And it's totally adjustable on both ends with airbags. So he like jackknifes the truck. Whoa. That's a detaches cool truck. the trailer. The trailer is like powered, like self-powered or something, and it pushes itself into the yard, and then airbags up under the power lines, and then he brings out this little mule. Looks like something they would load load at like Home Depot, mm -hmm. right? And then straight drags the shed 
<laughs> on pipes through the yard. And I was like, this is the coolest shit I've ever seen. I think wow. that was worth the whatever I paid for it anyway. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And then you know, the, the fence guys, everyone's pissed off because the fence guys and the shed guys are here at the same time. And it's like putting out an ant's nest. Both guys are yelling at me. I'm like, figure it out. Dude. I'm paying you guys a lot of money. Figure I'm paying you to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, I was not... like, <laughs> you know, I'm here to drink my coffee. The <laughs> <laughs> whole neighborhood came out per usual. They're like, man, you must be a workaholic. All those work you're doing. <laughs> well, I ain't working today, like, guys. They're working. There's literally today. no work being done here by me. <laughs> um, but we do get any more dirt. You have a white picket fence in the middle of Ebor. Vinyl fence. Vinyl fence. Yeah. But I told you, I made I made good with the trap house down the way, so I think we're covered. I think you're covered. Yeah. yeah. They got you covered. I showed them how to use this phone. <laughs> One of the OGs. <laughs> Hey, boy. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. I knew this day was coming. It was coming. You know how I use this phone? I was like, oh, shit. Thank God. Uh, <laughs> what you got going on, man? Oh, my God. And wouldn't you know, it's like the one kind of phone I don't know how to work. So I was like, you know, look, check it out. I really want you guys to like me, but I don't know how to, I don't use. Know how to use this piece of shit. <laughs> I mean, was it like an old it's like Nokia? some janky ass Android gumberry whatever software where you know it's like crashing, loading the settings, and you know. To be fair, I think it was totally working just fine, but he didn't have a music player and he was too messed up and I couldn't understand what he was saying. So <laughs> he was trying to get music on it. He wanted like some kind of it, it's one of the OG dudes. Okay. You know, it's not like a younger gangster, it's like yeah. one of the older dudes, right? Yeah. So the whole time in the back of my head, I'm wondering, I'm like, what's your role <laughs> here? So what is it exactly that you do here? Do you get the big money, the little money. Like, where you do you know? work? And they just send it to you? Right. Um, do you have a OG pension? <laughs> a retirement plan? <laughs> no, so now every time I run by the house, they're like, hey, little buddy, what's going on? So <laughs> that's cool. I, yeah, I just got to make good with the, the ghetto grocery down there. That'd be cool. That's that's the final boss. Oh yeah. In the area. No kidding. Um Yeah, man. Well, so that feels good. You got any uh any any leaving comments? You know, maybe we'll do a part two. No. I don't have anything right now. I'm pretty chill just recovering still from Fourth of July weekend a week later. <sighs> you know, one of the things that's awesome is like I think because um, we're gonna be rolling out these podcasts like in succession we'll be able to like you know one thing they say is like don't um what's it like like timestamp don't date your content like that's a thing so you have what's called evergreen okay content we just gotta name them random things each time i don't think you followed that thought at all but anyway um cool like i would like naming them something each one i don't know whatever the well, you can name them, but you're not supposed to. Uh, I'm not saying date them. I don't care about dating them. YouTube or whatever, or whoever, wherever we're posting it will date it for us. We don't need to do that. We need a good outro, Dylan. What is it? outro? Huh? What is outro? You don't know what an outro is? No. So an outro is like, uh, it's like our tagline. It's like what we leave people with. Last time it was like, hey, all you hippies. Oh, I thought it was Give Up. No, that was just the name of that podcast. 
That's hard no. Hard no. We I mean, are about butterflies and rainbows on this podcast. I like, I mean, butterflies and rainbows is a good direction here. Handshake, hearts and handshakes. Hearts, handshakes, butterflies, money. Getting in a little Wayne territory. The dark side. Real dark real quick. Real dark real quick. But in the end, money can make you happy in what you do with it. Cheap, cheap thrills. Cheap, the cheapest. Oh, thrills. you know what? Actually, I got a good idea for an outro. So right. we'll do uh, we'll do like one of those happy infomercials and then like a disclaimer <laughs> at the end. Where it's... <laughs> you have an erection lasting for four hours. <laughs> Listening to the professional interviews may cause nausea, upended headaches. <laughs> and death that's good so for anyone that's tuning in to the very early um professional hippie podcast we love you share with a friend probably not a family member and uh stay safe bye guys (laughs)